God recently spoke to me about Elon Musk and specifically about the whole Cybertruck thing that he recently released through his company Tesla. So I'm just going to jump right into this and share this vision from God that I received on January 8th and then the word that I heard afterwards. And there's a couple things that God specifically shared with me to encourage you specifically. And so that's going to be scattered throughout. So I would hope that you listen to the entire message because God is not just sharing these prophetic words of knowledge about future events for our entertainment or just so we know something's happening, but he's wanting to preach a message that goes along with it. So I'd encourage you, don't neglect the message if you're going to listen to the word of knowledge. So this is January 8th. I saw a vision of a skyscraper. And at first I was far away. It looked at like someone was falling off of it, but then I saw it close up. And I could see that it was not someone falling off out of a window, but instead it was a mouse that was the size of a human. And it was running out of the window and then it was running down the side of the building. It's a little weird, y'all, but there's symbolism to this. It means something. And then I heard taking the shortcut out the window early before the next wave of leadership can emerge, getting out while they still can escape free of charge taking the escape route instead of the elevator, taking the escape route instead of the elevators. This is somebody abandoning ship from either a business, a corporation, a business deal, maybe a company or a decision within a company or something like that. But then I heard the Lord say this. He explained who this was. He said, this is Elon Musk. Okay, y'all, I'm going to point you to another video that I shared last year, 2023, where the Lord said the same thing. He said, this is Elon Musk. And he was talking about the automobile industry and something that was going to be happening specifically there. And y'all, that word was very specifically fulfilled just a couple months after the fact. And I posted a response video showing how that was fulfilled as well. So y'all go check out this video in the description on YouTube. But the Lord said, this is Elon Musk. And then he said, the Cybertruck invention has him in a pickle with some of his other corporate bosses. And then he said, those in his wheelhouse, those who run in his circle. But then I heard the Lord say, he's the runner. He's the escape artist. So this mouse that, you know, that the Lord showed me running out the window and trying to escape from this skyscraper, not taking the elevator, not taking the slow way down, but just getting out as fast as possible, you know, even if you're running out a window, it's at, it's potentially you're running the risk of escaping at the detriment to yourself, right? <laughs> but also I think the imagery of the mouse could signify a lack of courage, could signify, you know, potentially something like that, where it's like the nature of that creature is always, you know, to run away. And that's not Elon Musk's nature at all. So this, this may be something that's out of character for him. I don't know. But then the Lord said, he's the runner. He's the escape artist. And then the Lord said, look it up and see what I mean by this. And then he says, consumerism at its height playing out at its max. Okay, y'all, I did not know anything about this from the news or anything. I had not been reading about consumerism, but I went and looked this up and it was immediately confirmed to me when I looked this up actually today before filming this video, I had not looked it up yet. And I found an article stating that consumer spending in the U.S. reached a record high in October of 2023, so just four months ago. And then I saw an AP News article that I think was released at the end of October titled, U.S. Consumers Keep Spending Despite High Prices and Their Own Gloomy Outlook. Can it last? So now they're questioning, can this actually last? And then in the article, they quoted someone why they just made this large purchase that they made. And her response was, 
I had kind of a frustrating year and I wanted to do something for myself. So this is what the Lord said next about Elon Musk. He said, he's counting on it, banking on that, but he will run into it as a sort of unexpected obstacle before long. So what is, what is the Lord talking about? He, he's saying Elon Musk is counting on, and some of the things, endeavors that he's doing, probably the Cybertruck included, he's counting on this higher spending than, than should be, right? He's counting on consumerism being at its max, but the Lord is saying, this is going to be to his detriment eventually. He's going to run into this as an unexpected obstacle, probably referring to the falling off of that spending eventually. And I read this article and it was talking about how like, you know, many people are dipping into savings to be able to do this or, or just maxing out credit cards more than usual. And I know that normally happens. Consumerism is huge in the United States, but they're saying in these articles it's happening even more than normal. And then I heard this today. I heard the Lord say this, y'all. He said, this is the tree of life that people are craving and can't seem to get a hold of. See, what happened after 2020 was a lot of people walked away with a lot of trauma and a lot of wounds within our hearts. And we realized more than ever before, many people realized that this life is not satisfying me the way that I either dreamed or the way that was promised to me through things like stories, the media. TV shows, movies, books, even what parents said life was going to be like, you know, or whatever we assumed. Like it's not satisfying. And the reason life does not satisfy is because we were designed as human beings to walk in the garden with God, to be his friend and to eat from the tree of life. The tree of life was there and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And when we were barred from the garden after the fall of man, the Lord said, see to it that no one can eat from the tree of life again. Since that day, not only has you know sin been in the world and the curse of sin been upon the earth and upon the world in many ways, but we've also been missing out on something we were designed to eat from. We've been experiencing a cosmic lack, and every individual knows this in their heart. But I listened to this sermon recently, y'all, that I would encourage you to go listen to if you want to learn more about what this actually looks like. And it's called The Wounded Spirit by Timothy Keller. So Timothy Keller passed away this last year, very you know famous Presbyterian pastor, and I would say theologian. But in this sermon, he talks about how, you know, that tree of life that we are missing out on. He talks about how it's, it's only mentioned in the Bible, in the scripture, in Genesis, in Revelation, and then in the book of Proverbs. And then he makes this point that the only way that we today can actually eat from that tree is to look at what Jesus did on the cross and realize that Jesus took a tree of death so that we could come back to the tree of life, the true tree of life. And we need to come back. We need to eat from that tree every single day. How do we do that? It's by letting the Holy Spirit preach the gospel to our hearts. It's by remembering what Christ has done. It's by understanding that, yes, this life is in a lot of ways disappointing, but I am fully accepted in the Father's house. And Jesus has already gone to prepare a place for me. And I can come boldly before the throne room of grace right now today, as the scripture says, Hebrews 4.16. I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait. I can come into God's presence, what I was designed for, the very thing that my heart longs for. It's right here. Jesus says this in John 7.38. The one who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. He's not just talking about the power of the Holy Spirit, although he is, but he's talking about 
the life-giving presence of God that's within us when we believe in him. He's not just talking about one time. Not just He's not just saying those who have believed in me. He, he's saying the one who believes in me from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. He's, he's saying this constant flow. But in order to drink from that source, we've got to keep abiding in the source. Jesus also said this, John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So in order to eat from the tree of life today, we have to be attached to the tree of life. We have to be attached to Jesus. We have to be abiding in Christ and getting our life from him. Every human being at some point winds up experiencing the reality of the fall in a very personal way. And it's, it's at that point, that moment, for a lot of people, it was 2020. But for some people, it's, you know, that the middle age when they realize they're not as strong as they used to be. They're not where they wanted to be financially or whatever it is, or, you know, things didn't work out the way they wanted. And this reality or this realization that life is not all it's cracked up to be can lead people into a midlife crisis. And like the example that, you know, I shared here, it can lead people to dip into their bank accounts and overspend after a traumatic event like 2020. So I was encouraged by the Holy Spirit to simply encourage you today to do this very difficult thing. So this is a very hard thing to do, and I'm not going to pretend like it's not. But this is it, that if you would take the time today to tell yourself that that thing that you've set up in front of you, that you're still looking toward to get fulfillment out of in life, the thing that as long as this one thing will just happen or these couple things, as long as these just happen the right way, then that'll make everything else that I've gone through worth it. That'll make 2020 worth it. That'll make my family crisis worth it. That'll make my finances in the past worth it. You know, all the things I've walked through, that'll make life worth it. Listen, if you'll just tell yourself this very difficult thing, that that is not ultimately going to satisfy. It's not ultimately going to do what you want it to do. And if you'll come to grips with that and you'll face that very difficult reality, it's going to do two things for you. Number one, it's going to set you up for success when you do reach that point where you see clearly the reality of the fall played out. But it's also going to today give the true tree of life an opportunity to present himself and say, hey, Now that you've taken your eyes off of that thing, set your eyes back on me and come and drink of the living water that I have for you. See, this is why Jesus gave us something like communion for us to both remember him by and also experience his presence and his life through a sacrament like this. It's not just random. It's because Jesus knew that in the garden we were able to partake of the fruit of life, the fruit that came from the tree of life. Now we're not able to. And so he was showing us through this very holy thing, this very holy act of remembrance. He was showing us, hey, one day you're going to be walking in the garden again. That day is not today. And until that happens, I've given you of myself to eat from. I've given you my own life to sustain you. You don't need a new cyber truck, y'all, to be happy. I know many people probably don't even want one, but I, I just sense the Holy Spirit saying I need to say that. It's not going to make you happy. It's not going to make me happy. Is it, is it wrong to buy a Cybertruck or to buy a new car? No, it's not wrong. If the Lord says you can do that, then do it. But make sure you're being led by the Lord. You know, but, but don't think that something out there is going to solve an issue that only Jesus Christ can solve. The good news is God doesn't charge you to come in 
It doesn't make you empty your bank account. It doesn't make you max out your credit card. He says, just come. Just come and believe in what my son has done. Just come and receive today. This is amazing, y'all. This is actually a verse from Revelation 21.6, and I'm going to finish with this. It says, Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give water to the one who thirsts from the spring of the water of life without cost. He's saying this doesn't cost you anything, but it costs Jesus everything. And if we will choose to surrender and say, this is what I really want, and we'll believe this is where I'm truly going to find fulfillment, we're going to experience an overflow of that life like never before. It's going to be springing up out of us from that well, well within us. And we won't be able to help ourselves, but share that life with those around us, with other people. And we're going to be stepping into, in a more fulfilling way than ever before, we're going to be stepping into the calling that God has on our lives. So I hope this has been encouraging. I love you all so much. And I'll see you next time.